Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. This week we talk about discipleship expectations, part two, the process. All right, everybody. So we're in part two of this discipleship expectations conversation. Mm-hmm. And I love it at the beginning. I said the process, and it made me immediately think about like LeBron James, the decision like from from ten years ago. Don't watch sports. I don't. I, know. I know. It just it was not a uh, a comment of like oh that sounds cool. It was like over dramatization. Uh, yeah, of the process. Evolving. The process the coming but, this summer. Yes. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back on to our topic. We last week kind of talked through uh, really having the right expectations when you walk into a discipleship environment. And we define those environments. Once again, we encourage you to go back because there's a lot of like setting of the room we're talking about. But it's like a Sunday school class, a small group, a one-on-one discipleship, kind of the house church setup where you're all sitting there talking. Like a lot of times we come into it with the wrong expectations. Mm -hmm. And we stumbled on this formula of like, how do we enter that with the right mindset? Like -hmm. really, how do we walk into that? and understand what we're doing. So it's a formula for yep. setting correct expectations. Yes, and, and and a lot of that stems from, and I don't know if I said this next week, is when you get to that Bible study, that Sunday school class, that small group, that one-on-one whatever, that is the starting point, not the end. Mm-hmm. Like that's where you begin mm-hmm. to dive into the discipleship process. And so for a lot of us, if we just go for an hour, show up and check the I was present box, yeah. We're completely missing it. I love that because I've been guilty of this, and I think a lot of us are, that if we step into the room, they, we go, oh, the work's done, right? I, I yep. made it to a small group. It'll, it will coast from here. It'll, it'll, it'll all work out. And really, then that work is just beginning. If you're stepping in a room with, with broken people who are trying to grow and, and, and follow the Lord together— you know, roll up your sleeves. The work has just gotten started. Absolutely. And we, we identified last week, like we kind of spoke towards the goal. So you step into a Sunday school class, small group, all those environments, whatever it is. The goal is really for you to find one or two people that you're going to go through life with. And mm-hmm. one of the safe things we said right out of the gate is understanding that seasonal relationships are okay. Yeah, They really are. Like you walking through for six months, a couple years, 10 years, two decades, whatever, a deep time with somebody that is needed during that season. And then y'all kind of stepping back and stepping into other relationships. Like we don't process this that well as humans, Yeah, that, but that that's perfectly fine. That, that there, there are people brought into our lives for seasons and depth. Yeah. And that's okay. And we don't need to feel bad about it. Cause the idea of walking through a church where you've gone through deep seasons over 40 years, I mean, think about like you're in one church your entire life and you look around the building and you not only see the people that you walked through seasons with, you see their children that you yeah. discipled through serving yeah. various roles and all this, and all of a sudden, like, man, that's your family, right? Yeah, and I think too, if you try to go deep with everyone, then you're going to go deep with no one. It's, yes. it's kind of like it's kind of like the saying: Absolutely. if everything's important, then nothing's important. Yep. So, I you helped me see the last time because I think that's something that I struggle with. Just my personality is I want to go to the deepest level with every single person. And I get frustrated when someone doesn't let me in or I don't want to let them in. And we just can't get there. And um, that relationship feels strained, but that's okay. Because the permission is that might not, we might not be that relationship that we need to go deep with. It might be a seasonal, you, you disciple me, I disciple you at a certain level, but we are looking for those people that we can go deeper with. Yes, absolutely. And so, as we identify this formula of proper expectations, and it's goal plus process plus struggle, 
right now we're looking at the process side of it because i think our expectation on how this is going to go plays a huge role Mm -hmm. because i think the deal is is like we think kind of kind of over idealistically that we're going to walk into a room sit down in an environment it's going to be everything that we want it's going to take very little effort from us like we do the cliche like yeah i know there's going to be places we have to push past but in reality we don't want to right and so you walk into a room and you encounter a a a difficult personality you you know for for me like this is one i always have to push past is like if i walk into a room and somebody's just emoting mm-hmm. I have to like do a heart check and mm-hmm. have to go. Okay, I need to I need to get past this because mm-hmm. like like I can't just you know sitting here with with crying Justin for for two hours right. But I think that's the thing is like understanding what is the process by which you accomplish the goal mm-hmm. of those few deep relationships. And so number one, we kind of mentioned this last week. If you're not taking the abrasive step to walk into one of these environments on a regular basis with consistency. Mm-hmm. You got to. Yeah. Like you are not going to find genuine belief, a genuine believer that you can be close to for a season to grow together and walk through life together. You can call it 3 a.m. unless you're putting yourself in the situation. Yep. And so step one, you have to go, okay. And this is where the, the, the part of what you hear pastors say all the time is very, very true. Like that weekly engagement is a great marker. Yeah. And I, and I want to emphasize you finding that place mm. uh, not again not that we don't have a responsibility to reach out and we should be looking for folks um but you can't sit back and we talked about this i think last time you can't sit back and wait for someone to come to you yep. if you feel like you just get that kind of you know vibe to go man i think me and this person could hit it off or i heard them say something or what or they're my neighbor whatever it may be Jump in. You have to take that first step in the process. Don't sit around and wait on someone coming to you. Yeah, and and I think that's where. So we we said this at, at men's group because we were joking about. I reached out to a local pastor that has a very similar job to me, and I'm still new at this. And so I was reaching out. I found I literally found a guy on a website. Got his email. Stalker. Yeah. <laughs> so Justin's giving me a hard time about. Oh, so you came off real creepy because yeah. like, hey, found you on the website. I've been watching you. <laughs> yeah. But legit, I'm okay in that instance going, hey, this guy might be somebody that can step into mm-hmm. my life for a while and really help. And so I've got to be okay being the dork, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or being the weird person. Hashtag be the dork, you know? <laughs> That's it. That's our new uh, new bumper sticker. Yeah. For the podcast. yeah. Awesome. Um, but you have to be okay. And so put this in the context of the discipleship environment. You've got to be okay walking into the room feeling awkward. Yep. You, if you've been sitting in this room for a year, a few years, a few months, you have to be okay getting up, breaking the mood of the room, which Mm -hmm. I will say in Sunday school classrooms, especially if it's a teaching environment and not a conversational environment, you have to be okay walking across the room to somebody that God leads you to, somebody you've had on your mind and going, hey, why don't we hang out? And and you're not going to say, why don't we hang out? You're going to say, hey, can we grab lunch sometime, coffee, whatever your, 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 your thing is that you do when you, you want to, you want to. Connect with somebody. Connect with somebody. You've got to take that step. And so this is where uh, I think this is the point when we cross through this. Like if we understand we've got to take that first step, we've got to make more of the effort, we've got to get the number and then text. Because here's the thing. Like if you're going to schedule it, Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm trying to get better at this, but I miss this all the time, it'll be like the, hey, let's grab lunch sometime. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And what does that mean? 
you're not grabbing lunch. <laughs> hey, we're friendly, <laughs> but it's not really yeah. going to happen, right? Yeah. Like, put it on the calendar. Yeah. Like, say, and, and this is one of the things I've realized, that is I will give somebody a few dates and say, hey, here's some dates I have open. Let's connect. And so, if you're willing to get there, mm-hmm. this is where the abrasive is going to come in. You ready for this? Let's do it. This is going to be really abrasive. Okay. You have to continue to do that constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, some of you, like, you're sitting there, and this is something I had to realize, is it's, you had the peace of mind of, like, okay, like, maybe maybe this is something God's already been working on you on. There's somebody he's put on your heart that you need to reach out to, and you went, okay, I'm going to... I'm gonna text him right now, as Justin said last week. Unless you're driving, um, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna message him. I'm gonna I'm gonna contact him this Sunday, whatever. Um, and let's say you do that and it falls flat, mm-hmm. like you put yourself out there and nothing comes of it. Here's the really hard part of the process: you have to try again. Yeah, I think the kids are calling that your left on red. Right? Is that, what, is that what that means? Like, I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> so old. What are you like, talking about? When you send someone a text message and you can see that they've read it, and you they just leave, <laughs> <laughs> they leave you. You about to spit out your coffee. They leave you on red. You're left on red. I don't know. I'm just trying to be hip for those okay, young people gonna, that might be listening. Sidebar. So sidebar. <laughs> here's what I thought. Are you saying left unread? Left on red. I, think I know. The, I, I think no, the expression is left unread. It's. I don't think it is. I think I'm 100 percent right. It's. Can somebody it, please email us and tell us what our old selves are talking yeah, about right now? You, I, you got left on red, not unread. I know, that would make oh, okay, that makes okay. too much sense. No, no, no. Because 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 <laughs> what they're talking about is the icon. It's red. So it's, you know. No, that's not a color. Not a color. I don't think. I think it's red. R e a d. Like you're the most confusing individual I've ever met in my life. Because here's what I thought you said. Okay. Left on red. Like so it's like I had, a GPS. I had a friend that grew up in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. And they used to always like one liner all the time. Well, it's left on red in Atlanta. Meaning like on a red light. Yeah. If you can go, you just go. Yeah. Or maybe it's a law. I don't know. I'm not from Atlanta. Somebody else can correct us about all Pretty this sure that's not a that law. Left, <laughs> left, left. Left on red. Left on red. Okay. Yeah. So. Email us. Let us know. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. That's so bad. I don't know what you're saying right now. Okay. But when we get back to process, focus, focus. You have to be willing to step into the awkward like I just did. Absolutely. That, that was an yep. illustration. Yes. And, and Justin has to be willing to do it again here in a minute <laughs> when a phrase that makes no sense that he misunderstood in his entire life comes up. Um, but the deal is, is you have to be willing to attempt over and over again. Yeah. And, that, and let me say, say it like this also. That also means that about every year... I am having to find a new discipleship environment. Can I ask a question yep. regarding this? So where's the line of, because this has happened with me, and, and I, I can think of a specific individual where you reach out. Maybe it's that generic, oh, thanks for thinking to me, you know, whatever. Yeah, we'll get together. You never do. You reach out, no response. You reach out, no response. You reach out, no response. At what point is it ever appropriate to go, I'm going to, I'm going to give that a break. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to stop reaching out because, because it's, it's falling on deaf ears, right? Like th- there's nothing that's happening. It's always okay to do that because here's the deal. It's always okay to stop. Well, here's the deal. It's always okay. Like for me, like I'll, I'll give somebody a couple tries and then if it doesn't happen in that time, I'm not mad at them. Mm-hmm. I'm not upset at them. I have to swallow a little bit of the Nobody loves me. Nobody likes me. I'm going to go eat <laughs> yeah. worms mentality yeah, yeah. that comes into my head, right? Like, yeah. you get that. Yeah. 
but that's part of the risk of the process. And, and I want to tag on to that and say, too, if you're on the other side, so there's been other situations where, and again, this is my fault, just confession, where I've been, I've been that guy, hey, let's grab lunch. And I don't schedule it, and I don't follow up. And it's not a manipulative, like, I'm just saying it to say it. It's, it's truly a, I desire it, but I don't follow through. If you're the person on the other side that goes, well, he must hate me because he never desired, you know, he never reached out to, to, to follow up with lunch. Well, then you be the person to reach out. You know what I mean? Like, it, it goes both ways. This is a well, relationship that's this person and that person. It's not one person doing all the work. So I'll give you a great example. There's a, there, there's a gentleman at this church. Um, pretty confident he doesn't listen to the podcast, so I can say this. We have, and, and if this is you, like, I, th- th- this happens a lot. But, like, we will go, I've gone years playing the let's grab lunch game. Mm-hmm. Because for me, for me, that's great. Relational time for me is just to sit down and grab lunch. My evenings are, are slammed. And mm-hmm. so for me to be able to, to be able to do that, like I will sit there, and I think there's there's a couple people that I would say I'm on the uh, I'm in my fourth or fifth year of Let's Grab Lunch, <laughs> right? And so there's the head game of that comes back and forth of like, yes, you're going to enter that 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 self loathing head game of like where you begin to question, well, do they not like me? Do yeah. they really just not want to grab lunch with me? Are they like like am I one of those burden lunches where <laughs> it's like, oh gosh, this guy keeps asking right. and I got to do it. And legitimately, I have to release it. Yeah, I've got to push through it. And yeah. so, one of these guys that comes to mind, I do think in about three or four years we're going to grab lunch. Yeah, but I have to give myself the right mental like like. And this comes from, um, this is this is a prayerful point. Like I have to give understand that I do the same thing on the other side of people all the mm-hmm. time, all the time. And so I have to release that I don't have malice intent when I do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just literally like it slips my mind, something else going on. It is nothing personal. Well, that's what I'm saying. The other person also needs to be able to reach out to you, too. Because, yep. again, it's it could just be a miss yep. on, on your side or their side. And so if you, and it, if you want community, you got to build it. And, I mean, like, think about, like, baseball reference, right? Like, a great batting average, like, amazing batting average is that you get a hit one out of every three times. Mm-hmm. And those are the best hitters in the league. Right, thirty-three percent, whatever, three hundred batting average. That's that's what you're trying to get to. Relationally, you have to be okay swinging, missing, striking out, and then knowing that you're coming back up the plate in two innings. Mm-hmm. Like you got to do that. And so the other thing I'll say is, you were talking about like, well, what if that person doesn't respond? Whatever, it's okay to go after more than one person. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you can have more than one growing friendship relationship. Yeah. We should. Yep. And so like, it, you might be one of those. Uh, you might be an outgoing person, and you might be like. There's like four people I want to grab lunch with. Yeah. Text them all. So is is the goal in this and the reaching out is is the goal in the in the making the connection or like is it in catching the fish or is it in going fishing fishing? Like it what what is I think on the process side, like I think there's a there's a short term goal of going fishing. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't go fishing, you're not gonna catch the big fish. Right. 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 And so the big goal is that you're going to have those relationships. The day to day, like on the task, on the, hey, let me check this. And it might might be that simple. Like, hey, I'm in a very lonely place right now. So I am going to legitimately purpose that I'm going to pick two people a week that I'm going to reach out to until I'm sitting down and grabbing lunch with somebody. And then it keeps growing. And you you repeat it then, right? Because then you get to the point where y'all worked out the schedule, Mm -hmm. but maybe it's just not clicking. Right. And so you right. got to try again, and then maybe it's not clicking. And so you got to try again, yeah. and then maybe it's not clicking. You got them hooked, can't get them in the boat. Exactly. Type of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, and I think that's understanding that process. And so grow this out because it's the same formula. 
that happens with, like I said, year in and year out with a Sunday school class, a small group. Like I said last week, I think there's like 47 different uh, organized with the goal being organic growth, discipleship mm-hmm. environments. I've stepped into all over the map, one-on-one, in uh, in a barn, in a shed, in a garage, yeah. Yeah. at the church, in a Sunday school class, in a small group, in a men's group, in a couple's group, standing upside down, mm-hmm. you know, like, like Bible study this, Bible study that, like, all Sounds of like a Dr. Seuss book, you know? Right. <laughs> With the goal being that, hey, I'm going to form some relationships. Yeah. And there's a process to it. And I think one of the biggest, I think one of the biggest things is like we get in our own heads so quickly and bail. Yeah. Well, and I want to, I don't know how much time we have, but I, I want to, this may take this in a different direction. That process that we talked about has been getting connected, getting started. Yep. One of the things I've noticed that I think is, let's say we've we we have we dive in, we're a part of a group. This is part of the process as well. Is if you want those relationships, let's say you've you've made the connection, right? You've gone to lunch with somebody, you you guys are meeting or whatever. Part of the process, and hopefully this makes sense, is to be prepared because I think so many times I've sat down in a small group and someone comes in and they they haven't read or they haven't thought about this or they they're you know they're just there to check that box yep. and and I think it's very important as part of the process for growth is being prepared to go you know what I I'm, I'm going to I'm going to meet with Matt this week I know that I'm going to talk to him about this or Matt and I are part of a Bible study and we're going to be covering this chapter this verse I'm going to make sure that I've read it so I can have something to say yes um and so I just I think with too often we get together and we're like well I'm here yeah, and I think I think big disclaimer here. There are a lot of elements of that discipleship time that we have covered in other podcasts that we're not talking about right now. Right. Like like the aspects of what is actual discipleship time. What are those right. requirements? That Bible study, that prayer, that time in God's Word focused on talking about Him. And understand, in both of these, we're not just talking about finding a friend. Right. And so there's a lot of assumption in all of the regular spiritual checklist things for a discipleship environment that we're not talking about mm-hmm. because we're really, really focusing in on the internal personal head game. Yeah. Well, and I think in both of those situations and scenarios, it's what it boils down to is, is it takes work. That, that's, yep. that's part of the process is you have to be willing to work at it. You have to be prepared. You have to be willing to step out uh, and follow and trust the process in order to yep. build a relationship. And so if we're going to real quick, because I do think we're going to make this a two-parter and we got a few minutes left. So understand that there is a process to it. It doesn't happen overnight. It does require a regular devotion to find those relationships. On the struggle side of it, you know what your struggles have been in the past. You know what the bell points have been. Mm-hmm. And that's a little different for each of us. It's also kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Like there's a point at which like it can be time, it can be energy, it can be that our schedule's not worked out. You know what your struggle's going to be. Mm-hmm. And so go ahead right now in your mind and go, "Hey, this is the struggle." This is what I'm going to have to push past. And this is our third part of that yes. formula, yep. right? Yeah. And so you identify the expectations for the goal, yep. the expectations for what the process are going to be, put them in the right right aspect, and what you expect the struggle to be. Yeah. Right? Like, what's the mind game that's going to come on you to try to keep you away from walking deeply in God's Word with another believer? Yeah. And I, I love that, how you put expectations for the first two and then expect the struggle because that's still an expectation is that's the call to fight to go all right i've got a i've got the the process in place what was the first one the goal so yeah, I, I, we've, yeah. i've got a goal in mind i know what the process is 
now got to be ready to battle and fight yep. these struggles and, and expect for them to come. Because if you have zero expectation of going to somebody and it just working out, then you're going to want to bail when it doesn't work out. So anticipate and expect the struggle. Right. And on the struggle end, if I'm being really obnoxiously abrasive, okay, uh, normally if there's a struggle, oh, this is good. I, I need to pull back. Like <laughs> I'm saying this in my head right now and it just feels bad. I'll say it. Do again. it. Um, I will write down my struggle list. Like, hey, here's my excuses. Here's where my struggles are. Here's where I know is is is, is going to be coming out of my head to myself on why I can't do this, why I don't want to do this. And I'll write down time or energy or this drains me or I've done this before and it didn't work and all these things. And I will sit there and prayerfully, like this is how I prepare, prepare in my head, and I will prayerfully sit down with God and I will go, these are all the excuses and things that I want to worship more than you. Mm, wow. Right? And so... We will. Here's what's funny, funny because I'll do this. We will acknowledge that anything that we say, ever saying God, time with Him, devotion to Him, devotion to the church body. Anytime we use time as the struggle, we know we've been through this metric. If you've been in church for a while, that all we're doing is we're telling God these things are more important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you got to clear the calendar. You got to make it happen. Well, I go back to that fishing example and just the fishers of men and how that was a beautiful illustration that God gave us mm-hmm. in His Word. But the struggle, the reeling it in, right? You yep. you hook the fish. That's where the excitement happens. That's where the commitment happens. That's the only way you bring somebody with you. You get the fish in the boat. Yep. You know, air quotes. You get the fish in the boat is being able to 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 deal with that struggle and that back and forth and that push and that pull. Uh, it's just it's part of it. Yep. Awesome. Well, we hope this was helpful. Once again, we're going to keep this one a two-parter. We really just want to motivate you um, and help you identify, like, we're in the same boat with you. Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes to that engaging with God's people in in worshiping and finding Him, like, it is a struggle. But we wanted to reset your brain on the expectations, the process, and identifying the struggles before you. We hope it was helpful. Once again, if you have any questions or comments. Or if you want to tell us if it's left on red or Left whatever. unread. Unread. Or yeah. le- and if it's red or red, we don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah please just email. Uh, shoot us a text. Uh, yeah, so it's matt at richfork.com. Justin at richfork.com. We do appreciate all of those mm-hmm. of you. Uh, they're sending us a lot of really funny emails yeah. um, on commentary on what we're talking about. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.